What do you learn about Bartimaeus from the following statements? Bartimaeus chose. Bartimaeus chose again. And he chose again. And he chose again. And in the midst of all this, he chose once more. So what have you just learned about Bartimaeus? Not much, Father Ray. That's exactly right. You've been told that the man made five choices, five decisions, but that's it. Before you could learn anything substantial about Bartimaeus, you'd need to know what exactly he chose. Was it good or was it evil? Was it something harmful or was it something helpful? Was it a sinful act or was it a virtuous act? If you had a three-year-old son and I said to you, your three-year-old son was standing near the edge of a cliff today and he chose, you wouldn't know whether to scream in horror or jump for joy, would you? But if I said your three-year-old son was standing near the edge of a cliff today, and he chose to turn away and walk to safety. Now you know how to react, because you realize, you would realize, that he made the right choice. By the way, this is common sense. Well, in that case, it only proves the old adage, common sense is not so common, because right now in our society, it's a sign of brilliance, or considered a sign of brilliance and enlightenment, if you say, I believe in the right to choose and leave it at that, like some presidents do. If all this is common sense, my brothers and sisters, then why don't more people ask what should be the obvious follow-up question? Choose what? Okay, sir, you're for choice. So am I. I'm for making the right choices in every situation. What choices are you for? That's what matters. What choice are you for? Is it perhaps the choice to live an immoral lifestyle? Or the choice to kill innocent human beings, the pre-born child, the mentally handicapped person, the terminally ill cancer patient? Could that be why you choose not to finish your sentences? When I say I believe in the right to choose, I always tell people what the choice is that I support because I only support good choices. I'm not ashamed, I'm not afraid to finish my sentences. I said at the beginning of my homily that Bartimaeus made at least five choices on the day he encountered the Lord. Thankfully, there were five good choices. And please note, my brothers and sisters, if he had not made any one of these five choices, he would not have been healed by Jesus. He would have ended the day as he started it, as a blind beggar. St. Mark tells us the story. Mark begins, As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. Someone then told him that Jesus was passing by. At that moment, Bartimaeus made his first choice the choice to cry out. 
He could have easily decided to remain silent. He certainly had that option. But had he, had he done that, had he remained silent, he would never have met Jesus. And had he not met Jesus, he would not have been healed. St. Mark goes on to say, On hearing it was Jesus of Nazareth, Bartimaeus began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Which brings us to his good choice number two. The choice to go against public opinion. You see, if you had polled all the people in the crowd at that moment and asked them, what should Mr. Bartimaeus do right now? Most of them would have said, he should shut his mouth and be quiet. We know that because St. Mark tells us, and many rebuked Bartimaeus, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. To which I say, good for you, Bartimaeus. We need more people like you in the world today. People who are willing to disregard the polls and do the right thing and stand up for the right thing. St. Mark continues, Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Here we encounter good choice number three, the choice to obey Jesus. Our Lord said, come, and Bartimaeus did. Once the blind man was in our Lord's presence, he made his fourth good choice. That was the choice to express his need to Jesus in an honest prayer of petition. As St. Mark tells us, Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied, Master, I want to see. We're told that Jesus gave him his sight immediately. Based on those four choices I just mentioned, and choice number five, which was the one that stood behind all the others. I'm talking about the decision of Bartimaeus to put his faith in Jesus Christ. That choice motivated and inspired the other four I just mentioned. Jesus recognized this and commended Bartimaeus for it when he said, Go your way, your faith has saved you. In other words, your choice to put your faith in me has made you well. Many people today are fond of telling us that they are pro-choice, right? hear that all the time. Sad litany. Among other things, the story of Bartimaeus teaches us something. It teaches us that this term pro-choice is absolutely, positively meaningless when it's used in isolation as it normally is. First and foremost, the quality of a choice is determined by the goodness or badness of the object chosen. When the choice, for example, is to lie or cheat or steal or fornicate or kill babies in the womb, then to be pro-choice is actually to be pro-evil. Because the object chosen is evil. The only time it's acceptable to be pro-choice is when the object of the choice happens to be good. For example, the choice to love or the choice to forgive, or the choice to respect human life from natural conception to natural death. Bartimaeus was blessed by Jesus Christ because he made the right choices, and only because he made the right choices. 
Let's pray at this Mass that we as individuals and as a nation will also experience blessings, countless blessings from our Lord for the very same reason.